Evan Knappen, and welcome to Gun Lawyer. Our sponsors of the show are the Association of New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs and We Shoot, which is a great target range down in Lakewood, New Jersey. And I'm here, and I have some interesting news to tell you, something that I've seen throughout my career and always said, man, what is the biggest problem when it came to carry licensing? And that biggest problem was justifiable need, and it was created by none other than the courts. And, you know, that's been decades and decades of repression against our rights by this court-created test that basically no one could meet because it was engineered to do just that by taking the words justifiable need and twisting them and torturing them into meaning so-called urgent necessity. Really, where did that come from? And then making urgent necessity into this onerous two-part test of having to show that somehow you need to use deadly force before you need to use deadly force and that the only answer to your problems are carrying a handgun for deadly force. So basically, if you've just been shot and killed, uh, you qualify for a carry license in Jersey. You know, it was just disgusting. And along comes the wonderful Bruin decision that eliminated justifiable need, that eliminated this game created by the courts, this gambit, this bar, this block, preventing us from having guns for so long. And, and you know, the courts never should have been involved in licensing. They never should have been involved because the courts are the judicial branch. Licensing is an executive function. And then, of course, you know, those of us that still had civics remember, you know, three branches of government, right? And, and so you have your judicial, executive, and legislative. Court should never have been a licensing authority at all. But decades and decades ago, they said, hey, we're going to do this because we'll accept doing this. We want to do this. And you know why? Because they want to screw us. That's why. They saw it as the opportunity to stop the spread of Guns. We got to keep guns off the street. You know, this is a mentality. And now, with Bruin and the elimination of that block, and courts now had real work to do, actually issuing licenses that they have to now issue. And they don't like that, you see. They don't like that. So they lobbied hard to the legislature with the carry killer anti civil rights bill which originally was going to take judges out of the picture in six months after its passage. Oh, no, 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 no. They want it right away. As soon as it passed, they wanted to be done with carry licensing, you see. So that was put in so that New Jersey no longer has judges issuing carry licenses. And, you know, given what a giant pile of crap the carry killer anti-civil rights bill was, the one gold coin hiding in it was getting rid of judges from being the issuing authority. But now we have a new directive from the courts. And this directive really is just disgusting and just 
so reprehensible to what we're supposed to be about. Yet, in the big picture, it's kind of funny. Because what it says, in so many words, is that the court is fed up with issuing carry licenses. They are fed up with it. They don't want anything to do with it anymore. Let me read you this directive here that just came out. It was dated April 3rd. Here's what it says, and it's to all the assignment judges and the trial court administrators from the New Jersey courts. And it says, gun permit procedures, request to amend carry permits. You see, the judges, after the Bruin case, now they had to issue licenses, so they still tried to screw around the best they could with stopping us from having carry permits that could be useful. Not all the judges. Some were pretty good and did the right thing. But others added provisions and restrictions and all kinds of stuff. They conflated the RPO requirements with gun permits. We're going to put guns listed as specific guns you were restricted to carry. You had the uh, Oxley special there where he was putting uh, that you had to conform to the NGS 2C396G provisions, which only apply to exemptions and exemptions that require you to have your gun cased and unloaded. And that's precisely what a carry permit stops. It's precisely what a carry permit says you don't have to do. Yet he's trying to impose an exemption requirement where it doesn't belong at all. And so individuals got that. And then you had the Gazinski permits. We had the corridor with 12 or so places barring you even from carrying your vehicle. And we've seen all these kind of things by the judges, all these shenanigans out there. And people just want a clean carry permit. Now, that's what chiefs need to issue, and that's what they do issue. And so what happened, all the folks that were out there that had licenses already issued, and they had these uh, all these little add-ons that needed to go, they obviously went to the courts, started going to the courts big time to try to get these things changed and eliminated and removed. And what's the court's response to that? Oh, let me read it to you. On December 22nd, Governor Murphy signed A4769 into law, amending a number of Jersey statutes in response to the United States' decision in the Bruin case. The legislation, in part, removed the courts from the initial decision-making process for applications to carry handguns. Yeah, it does. It, you go now to your chief, and your chief is now the issuing authority. The only time that court would get involved was if you were denied and you had to appeal. It goes on and say that it was promulgated in conjunction with enactment of the new law, which established uniformity in the court's handling of appeals from a law enforcement denial of firearm purchaser ID cards, etc. And then it says, ready? Effective immediately, courts will no longer issue amended carry permits or orders to have amended carry permits other than to correct issuance errors e.g., typographical errors or misprints. Get a load of that. You no longer have recourse to the courts. Your due process rights on a document issued by a judge, no less. You no longer can go to the court to get it fixed, to get it amended, to get it to conform to what the law and the Constitution so require. And the courts have stopped it, dead in its tracks here with this directive. You no longer can seek redress in the courts. 
your right to recourse in the courts, a fundamental right of American citizen, is now denied when it comes to carry permits. It says, as of December 22, 22, law enforcement alone investigates, receives, makes decisions on all new requests. To that end, applicants requesting to add one or more handguns to a permit to carry that was already issued by the courts, which, by the way, shouldn't have been done in the first place, should be directed instead to apply for a new permit through their local police agency. Oh, how nice. Applicants requesting to remove any restriction from a permit previously issued by the courts may choose to appeal to a higher court. Oh, that's a joke. Appeal to a higher court. It means appeal to the appellate division. Well, folks, you had 45 days from the issuance of your permit to bring that appeal to the, to the appellate division. By the way, you bring it to the appellate division, I'll see you in about a year to get your decision. By then, your permit's probably going to be close to expiring anyway. So, that is it. The New Jersey courts killed our ability to get these improperly restricted permits that fly in the face of the Bruin decision and what the New Jersey state law said it should be from, in any way, being able to get fixed. So that is a shame. And anyone that has these permits, what you need to do, and the best advice is to just apply to your chief to get an unrestricted. Dump the carry that you have from the judges that have any of these uh, problems. Get your chief carry. Now, if you don't want to do that, you can sit it out until your renewal comes due because they're only good for two years, and then you're going to get a chief-issued license anyway but it just shows you as disgusting as it is that we are foreclosed from seeking redress in the courts i mean uh you know that is incredibly offensive of course to anybody who you know believes in justice and the system that is uh, the way it's supposed to operate but if you step back for a minute it is also kind of funny it's funny because it stands for the very proposition that they are fed up that they're at a point where they want nothing to do with carry permits, at least to the minimum possible, and that, you know, they only have themselves to blame. They're the original folks that specifically chose decades ago when this was even challenged and said, hey, why are the courts doing this? They said, well, even though we're still going to do it. And why did they do it? So they could create the system to bar us from having our right to carry so that we would remain victims instead of defenders. And now when the chickens have come home to roost and their ploys have been removed as unconstitutional, which it was, these courts were unconstitutional in their actions, violating our fundamental rights. And now when it comes to doing the right thing, oh, no, 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 sorry. You're foreclosed from going to the courts. Can't do that. We're not going to do that. Tell me what other issues do the courts stop you from seeking redress when it's actually something even done by the court and you can't go back, other than for typographical errors, of course. Well, the good news is they're out of it. They're no longer the issuing authorities. They never should have been. And uh, it just shows you how many licensees are out there that must have been trying to get these things fixed, and they just couldn't take it because you have uh, 
so many other important things to do, you know, other than um, worry about our Second Amendment rights here anymore. So that's uh, New Jersey's latest and greatest as the battle continues for our Second Amendment rights to bloom. We're fighting and litigating in the courts, as many of you know. We're trying to overturn the horrible provisions that were in that carry killer anti-civil rights bill, and we're making success, and we're waiting patiently now. Not only do we get those temporary restraining orders on a number of those provisions from the great Judge Bum in federal court, but we're waiting for that preliminary injunction decision where hopefully we'll see even more of these unconstitutional provisions fall. So these are interesting times, as they say, to live in and to observe and to see exactly how the government, how the judiciary treats us. So take it, uh, take it to heart and look at it carefully and see. This is where we live. This is what our tax dollars go to. This is the reality of trying to be a law-abiding gun owner in New Jersey. When we come back, we're going to talk about something that is arising from the dead. What do you hear about this? And we got to be aware of it. We're going to have to like start start with our zombie fighting attitude coming on. Seeing a few. For over 30 years, attorney Evan Knappen has seen what rotten laws do to good people. That's why he's dedicated his life to fighting for the rights of America's gun owners. A fearsome courtroom litigator fighting for rights, justice, and freedom. An unrelenting gun rights spokesman tearing away at anti-gun propaganda to expose the truth. Author of six best-selling books on gun rights, including Knappen on Gun Law, a bright orange gun law Bible that sits atop the desk of virtually every lawyer, police chief, firearms dealer, and savvy gun owner. That's what made Evan Knappen America's gun lawyer. Gun laws are designed to make you a criminal. Don't become the innocent victim of a vicious anti-gun legal system. This is the guy you want on your side. Keep his name and number in your wallet and hope you never have to use it. But if you live, work, or travel with a firearm, the deck is already stacked against you. You can find him on the web at evannappen.com or follow the link on the Gun Lawyer resource page. Evan Knappen, America's Gun Lawyer. You're listening to Gun Lawyer with attorney Evan Knappen. Available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hey, welcome back, everyone. This is Evan Knappen, and you're listening to Gun Lawyer. And I appreciate that you listen to Gun Lawyer. It is making a difference. I get so much great feedback from folks. I really love hearing from you. I wish I could read every letter all the time, but we only have a limited amount of time. But uh, I'm I'm really happy getting the word out. I'm really uh, thrilled about it. truly am. So thanks for listening, and particularly thanks for supporting our sponsors that help make the show uh, possible. Our sponsors are, of course, the Association of New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs. They are the number one rights organization in New Jersey. They're fighting for our gun rights as we speak. And every one of you needs to be a member of the Association of New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs. 
That is our state NRA affiliate. It is your state gun rights group. It's the largest and most effective. They are critical. Now, this isn't saying don't belong to any other group because any other group fighting for rights or gun rights, they're all good too. But as a minimum, you must belong to your state association. And by doing so, you're not, not only going to help in the fight, you're going to help yourself. You're going to get those fantastic newsletters, Best in the State, put out by the association. You're going to get those email alerts that are going to warn you right away about things coming up in the legislature and giving you immediate updates to the litigation process as they fight in the federal courts, challenging the carry killer anti-civil rights bill, challenging the assault firearm law, challenging large capacity magazine, fighting to get rid of vague and unconstitutional disqualifiers, trying to disenfranchise us from our gun rights. These are all things going on that the association is fighting for. So go to anjrpc.org. Please make sure you're a member. It's very important. And I'd also like to thank our other sponsor who we love, which is We Shoot. We Shoot is a great shooting range in Lakewood, New Jersey. You know, it's really important that we use our ranges because it's hard, especially in a crowded state like Jersey, to have places to shoot. And without places to shoot, how can we practice? How can we enjoy our firearms. How can we do it? We need these ranges. You need to support our ranges. And We Shoot is located perfectly right there in an area that is uh, just wonderful. If you are living in Monmouth County or if you live in Ocean County, you live in, you know, Deal, Freehold, anywhere in this area there, you can go to We Shoot. They have a top-of-the-line range. They have shooting they have training, they have gun rentals, they have classes, they have practice, and it's just a great place to go. I mean it, really. Go there and you will see how great We Shoot is. And by uh, uh, going to We Shoot, they can also get you the training certification that you need to get your carry license in Jersey. They have certified just hundreds and hundreds of folks to get their carry license. They've never had anybody rejected for their credentials and training. They are absolutely first rate, and you know when you go there that you will meet that requirement for getting your carry license, and that's a critical requirement to get it, that training requirement. So absolutely check out Reshoot for both your certifications, for training, for fun, and to support our ranges. It's critical to protecting our gun rights. You can... Go to We Shoot. Their website is We Shoot USA, W E S H O O T USA dot com. We Shoot dot com. Pay them a visit and you'll be glad that you did. So, what is this zombie, this thing that was dead and is coming alive again? And what it is, my friends is smart guns. That's right, smart guns are rearing its ugly head again. Smart guns are an anti-gun ploy to take our guns. Okay, let me tell you, smart guns, where they're engineering this technology to be face recognition, fingerprint reading, new models are now emerging. Smart guns are a Trojan horse of the anti-gunners 
And just remember, beware of geeks bearing gifts because that is what's going on here. They're putting this technology into guns under a premise that sounds so reasonable and so well. It's, listen, it's safe. It's only a one gun. You know, one person can use a smart gun only, and therefore it's safe if children get it or unauthorized users can't use it. Only the authorized user, and this is how they're selling it. But, folks, you got to remember that the original strongest state smart gun law was in New Jersey, okay? This history should not be forgotten. It was in New Jersey, and it was passed in 2002, okay, 21 years ago, when rabid anti-gunner Senator Loretta Weinberg was the main sponsor, okay? And she pushed this smart gun bill to mandate that smart guns are the only gun that an individual would be able to have in New Jersey once the technology came to fruition. And she thought if she made it the only gun, manufacturers would rush to make the one gun so they could have the monopoly on Jersey gun sales. The exact opposite happened. Because they knew if they were the ones that doing it, they'd be shunned, they'd be hated. There is no market for it. They couldn't get a gun made. It was actually the greatest, most pro-gun, anti-gun law ever passed because it showed their hand that smart guns was a smart gun wolf in sheep's clothing to ban all other handguns and make it so that the so-called smart gun with its electronics can be controlled can be controlled. That's right. You know what happens with those electronics? They get hacked. Things like that. They they fail when you need them most. They're they're unreliable and 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 this whole idea is to get a smart gun to market so they can under the guise of safety mandate that it be the only gun you can have. I want the dumbest gun I can have. I want that gun so dumb that all it can do is listen to me. That's it. And I want it to do this really weird thing. Ready? I want it to fire when it pulls the trigger. That's what I want it to do. It's called reliability, man, and your life's depending on it. And this smart gun is instead restrictions. Now, look, I know there may be certain specific instances where some individuals might say, look, the only gun that I'd be allowed to have in my house is a smart gun or whatever it is. Okay, I hear you. But let me just make it clear. This is a bad path. It's a, what they call mal paso here for us. This is bad because this is their intention. And I'm not just speculating. We saw it in 2002. And what happened? Well, in 2014, Dero Loretta's smart gun bill had to get repealed. Okay? So they started working on that. They had to get rid of it. And in fact, they did. They got rid of it, and by 2019, Governor Murphy signed the new smart gun law that no longer mandated that it is the only gun that would be able to be sold. Instead, what the new smart gun law in Jersey does is it requires dealers to have a gun that is a smart gun for sale. It requires every dealer to have at least one smart gun for sale once the technology is approved. 
And then New Jersey's offering a, a rebate. They're offering a rebate and such. As a matter of fact, um, if you buy the gun, they're going to do all kinds of things to encourage it. And you'll see. This is all in the plan. And by mandating that it be for sale, by mandating it, particularly combining it with the micro-stamping rule, which is the same idea, to mandate this for sale, okay, not that you have to have it, but that dealers have to have it for sale. Listen to what a dealer has to do when personalized handgun, what they're calling a personalized handgun, which is a smart gun. When this technology, and there's things emerging right now, BioFire is one of them, that uses facial recognition and biometrics, etc. They're pushing all these. They're going to be out in the market very shortly. When that is identified by the Attorney General, then dealers are going to have to make available for purchase at least one personalized handgun approved by the commission on the roster. It's going to have to be there in the case selling, forcing dealers to sell it. They're going to have to post it in one or more locations in the dealer's places of business or in a conspicuous manner that makes them easily visible and accessible to customers. They have to have copies of the personalized handgun roster. They have to and have a sign. They have to have a sign with a clear and conspicuous statement disclosing the features of personalized handguns that are not offered by traditional handguns and advising customers such firearms may be purchased through the licensed dealer. Oh, you see that? I like this right here. Disclosing the features not offered. How about unreliability? There's a feature that should be on the sign. How about the fact that if you get wounded, your your spouse or significant other can't save your life with your gun? There's another feature that should be posted. Oh, we'll call, there's a great list of features that dealers should absolutely display when they're forced to show these smart guns. And how about the feature of banning all other handguns once this is accepted and out there. We can show that feature by the 2002 smart gun law. There's just so many features here mandating the dealers to do this. And they must accept and process orders to enable customers to purchase personalized handguns. Yeah, this is all part of the plan, okay? This is part of the plan. you got to recognize it. we got to oppose it. And I'll tell you what, if dealers are forced to have it, I wouldn't buy one. I wouldn't buy one. No way. No way. No how. And if you have safety concerns, there are many ways to properly address your safety concerns without encouraging or resorting to a smart gun whose entire plan is to eliminate all other guns. And don't ask me. Just read 2002 New Jersey smart gun law to see their plan. They put it out. They put it out. It was a fail. It absolutely ruined their game. They're trying to fix it. Murphy's trying to fix it. So the technology comes here. And that long game is what they're playing. Don't fall for it, folks. Reject it out of hand. This is Evan Knappen reminding you that gun laws don't protect honest citizens from criminals. They protect criminals from honest citizens. Gun Lawyer is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York.
Reach us by emailing evan at gun.lawyer. The information and opinions in this broadcast do not constitute legal advice. Consult a licensed attorney in your state.